The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Michelle Gaspar about her Star Wars-themed vow renewal at Disneyland. I thought you guys would be interested in hearing about how she planned this and how she pulled everything together and how it all turned out. So welcome, Michelle. Thanks, Carrie, for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Some of my longtime listeners will remember that you were on a few years ago to talk about bridal portrait sessions at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Can you give my listeners a little background on your Disney wedding? I got married at Disneyland in 2015, and my ceremony was at the Rose Court Garden, and my reception was at the animation building inside a California Adventure. And then in 2018, we decided to have a vow renewal again with Disneyland because we just loved our experience so much with Disney fairy tale weddings and wanted to just renew our vows and celebrate our marriage. That's amazing. And I can't believe it took me a year to find the photos of this thing, but it is amazing. And I think everyone's going to want to hear about how you planned it because Star Wars is a super popular theme for Disney weddings and vow renewals. Yes, it is. So how did you decide that, you know, three years in, I mean, and I can't say anything because I had a vow renewal at five years, but how did you decide, you know what, three years, let's do a vow renewal? We decided to have a vow renewal because we just loved our experience with Disney, but also we kind of at the end of our wedding realized, you know what, you know, we didn't get to dance as much as we wanted to. We didn't get to enjoy our food. So we just really wanted to have a vow renewal again with Disney. So that's what we decided to do. That's interesting because, yeah, sometimes, you know, you have maybe not regrets, but things that you think, oh, I wish I could have done more of this. And that's awesome that you had the ability to kind of do a do-over just three years later. <laughs> yeah, we were really lucky to be able to do it. So were your friends and family surprised? Were they like, oh, it, it was only a matter of time? Like, what was the reaction when they found out you were going to have a vow renewal? I think people were surprised that we were having it only 2.5 years after our wedding. But they definitely weren't surprised that we're having it at Disneyland because we love Disneyland so much and are huge Disney people. <laughs> how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited a really small guest count. We really wanted our Valerie to be intimate compared to our wedding, which had 100 guests. So we kind of narrowed it down to 45 guests, and that's how many came. Oh, wow. That's great. Well, if I got invited to a Star Wars wedding, I would definitely RSVP too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so talk a little bit about the venues that you chose for your ceremony, your reception, and your after party. So since our theme was Star Wars for our vow renewal, I really wanted a space for our ceremony that kind of followed that theme. And I felt Brissa Courtyard at the Grand Californian was perfect. It reminded me of Endor. So I thought, let's do it there. And then for the reception, I've always loved the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion. I've always loved it. It's at the Disneyland Hotel. All the beautiful windows are just really gorgeous. And I actually wanted to have our wedding there. So it'd be great to have it for our vowrinal. So we decided to do that for our reception. And then for our after party, we got to go to the launch bay, the Star Wars launch bay in Tomorrowland, which is in the Disneyland Park. Now, this is interesting because at least now the word from Disney is no Star Wars weddings, no Star Wars themed anything. Sometimes they even kick up a fuss if you just want to have Star Wars themed, you know, accessories at your wedding. Was there any of that at the time that you were planning or was it just whatever you want to do? So at the time that we were planning, they definitely wouldn't allow Star Wars characters or anything like that at the hotel, but they said that Star Wars characters were available in Tomorrowland. I know rules always change with Disney, so it's always best to ask your planner and see what you can do since my vow renewal was in 2018, and I know rules constantly change, which sometimes is frustrating, but um, yeah, we were able to go into Launch Bay and have the characters there, which was amazing. It was an amazing experience. That's fantastic. Can you talk a bit about the Star Wars elements that you added to your vow renewal? Because there were a ton of them. Yes. So I totally wanted to go all out with this theme. Like I knew I wanted Star Wars. I want everything to feel Star Wars. I want our guests to feel immersed in the whole Star Wars world. So for sure, Brissa Courtyard did it perfectly, didn't need any floral decor. It reminded me of Endor, so boom, didn't need any details there. But I did go to Pinterest to get some ideas for our Sleeping Beauty Pavilion reception, and I really decided to incorporate just small little details such as they're called itty bitties they're from hallmark and there's a bunch of different themed ones but the ones i obviously went with for from star wars i found a bunch on ebay i also had a star wars cake i decided to design it after some of the inspiration pictures i found on pinterest and then i also got some cute rings from thinkgeek.com which were the i love you i know My cake topper for my big cake at Sea Moon Beauty Pavilion was actually a chip bowl of the Death Star. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of creative. But yeah, I added just little elements here and there, and they just really added a lot. I know when they kind of brought up having a after party at the launch bay, I decided to really not go super themed for our reception. So we just had uplighting. One side was uplighted red for the dark side, and the other side was uplighted blue for the light side. And then the tables, I went through Disney and did a sequin. So the dark side had black sequin tablecloths, and then the light side had silver sequin tablecloths. And that's kind of all we did. I did my own centerpieces, which were very plain, but I felt they were inspired by lightsabers. I had a clear uh, vase, 
and then I had some gems that I put in. So the light side had some blue gems, and then I put some blue lights in them to make it, like, you know, look bright and as if it was a lightsaber. And then the other side had red gems, and I kind of put lights through those. And then I had um, fake floral as well on top. So I had, like, white fake flowers they were just like a ball very inexpensive on top of the blue and then I had red on top of the red center pieces but I didn't add too many elements to my reception I just kind of let the launch bay speak for the Star Wars theme and it was kind of the wow factor of our entire event that's great and so what did you do for entertainment in the two locations so for the reception, we, of course, came out and did a lightsaber duel. You have to have one of those for a horse-themed <laughs> Bowery Knoll. So that was kind of entertaining. I mean, it was us, so it wasn't hired entertainment. But I also, because we were at the hotel, we were able to get in contact with an outside vendor to do characters. So my guests, if they didn't want to dance, could get their face drawn out by a character artist. And that was pretty much it. I just really wanted it to be simple during the reception where it was eating because at my wedding, we kind of forgot to eat. So I really wanted to focus on eating. And then we forgot to dance at our wedding a little bit too. So I really wanted to focus on dancing. And then we had, you know, formal things that you do at weddings, such as the bouquet toss, except I threw Admiral Akbar as <laughs> And then my DJ said, it's a trap. And, <laughs> and everyone uh, went to go catch him. And yeah, and then we had the cake cutting. We had some speeches from some of our friends. And then the launch bay was where we, all the entertainment came out. We were there from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. So from 2 p.m. to 12 a.m., we had character meet and greets, such as Boba Fett, Darth Vader, and stormtroopers and then at 12 a.m the park closed and we had star tours and space mountain open to our guests to enjoy after all the regular guests left the park and then the rest of the night was dancing and lots of fun in the launch bay and i have to ask when you did star tours who ended up being the rebel spy me of course (laughs) that's awesome it seemed like you had some really cool themed food at the, well, at the after party and at the reception. Do you have any menu items that you would recommend? So I did have some real cool ones. Uh, one was, I think it was like Darth by Chocolate. They had it in the park and I asked my planner and they were able to actually come back and do them. They actually approved it. So that was really exciting. But one thing that everyone can get for sure currently is that mushroom risotto. I am in love with mushroom risotto. That is like my favorite. I could eat that all night long. And I am a huge dessert person, so there's never enough dessert for me. Pretty much your buffet has a dessert portion to it, but I added so much more. I added French macarons. I um, just added, kept adding more and more and more dessert. My favorite cake flavor, believe it or not, I'm a huge chocolate person, but Dole Whip has been my favorite. I don't know. It's so refreshing after eating so much food. I just love the taste. At my after party... I didn't get to eat too much of the food, unfortunately, because I was so mesmerized by everything and lost track of time. But I did get to have a chocolate-covered strawberry because my friend chased after me with a plate, 
and those <laughs> are really good. I'm a big sweet person, and that mushroom risotto is amazing. So when you were planning your vow renewal, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? So what I like to focus on when I'm planning an event are things that are really going to be memorable for me. So number one, photography, because you are left with only photography and videography. And so I always advise couples to spend money on photography just because you want to be left with beautiful photos from your event that you spent so much money on, but also because it's your day. It's your special day and you want it for the rest of your life to be able to see these great photos. So I always advise people to spend money on a great photographer. Another thing I really like spending money on are big items. So big Disney add-ons, things you can't get at other wedding venues. So that would be characters, a castle shoot, the carriage, something along those lines because that's why you're getting married at Disney is to remember that you're getting it married at Disney. So that is something that I really kind of put my money towards. I kind of, this is kind of a funny thing, but to me, if it doesn't, if it's not Facebook profile worthy, I don't really want to spend my money on it. <laughs> so like I'm not going to take a picture with my centerpiece and post it on Facebook. So that's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good rule of thumb. You know, if, if that's what's important to you, you know, focus your budget on that. So then what were the things that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? So for my wedding and my vow renewal, I didn't spend any money on floral decor for my ceremony. So that was one way I saved tons of money because I felt the ceremony venues at Disneyland really speak for themselves. They're just beautiful. And so I have not spent any money either for my wedding or my vow renewal on decor and floor for the ceremony, which has saved me probably thousands of dollars. I know a lot of couples do spend a lot of money on that. Another thing is I, because this time I was at a hotel for my reception, I was able to do do-it-yourself centerpieces, which I feel so blessed that my friends uh, volunteered during the pre-reception to, you know, set up, put together, because Disney won't touch your your stuff. Um, if you bring your own floral and decor, you have to find a way to set it up yourself. So either an outside day of coordinator or some very, 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 very nice guests that you trust to put them up. But I saved a lot of money that way. I also saved money for invites, escort cards, all that type of stuff. My invites were actually kind of funny. I, I really don't like spending money on things I feel are going to go in the trash or people overlook. And one of the things is invites. So with invites, I pretty much designed my own picture on my computer. And then I sent it to Shutterfly and made prints. And then this time around, I decided to not self-address an envelope for RSVPs. I had the RSVP card, but on the RSVP card, it said, please RSVP on my wedding website. And so guests did that. So I saved money there. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day all fit together? So we started off with hair and makeup. I always like to have my hair and makeup artist come early since this is my vow renewal. Yes, I've done this before. So I 
felt that it was best for them to come a little bit earlier than everything started. I had her come around 10.30 because I do have a lot of hair and it usually takes about two and a half hours to get me beautified. And um, I had about 30 minutes between she was done with my hair and makeup and when my videographer came. My videographer came at 1 p.m. to get footage of my dress and some of the details and just just watching me kind of get ready and start the story of our day. I did have my photographer come a little bit later at 2 p.m. because I was having a vow renewal only two and a half years after my wedding. And I already had those amazing getting ready photos for my wedding. And I honestly feel I never used them, you know, on social media. I never post them. So I felt I could kind of save time and money with my photographer by starring her later. So she'd only get pictures of um, some small details since I didn't have bridesmaids in those cute getting ready robe pictures or anything like that. So I had her start a little bit later at 2 p.m. But I also wanted pictures around the Disneyland Hotel with the Sorcerer's hat and a couple of those pictures but around 3 p.m. we headed over to the Grand Californian to the Brissa Courtyard which is where we had our ceremony at 3 30 and our um, ceremony was actually pretty short compared to our wedding because at our wedding we like kept reading like I swear a novel for our vows so we wanted <laughs> to keep it short and sweet this time <laughs> and not have our guests fall asleep <laughs> so that I think was like 30 minutes or maybe even shorter I'm not quite sure. And then I decided to not really have a formal pre-reception. I just didn't want to spend money on food because we were having this huge dinner buffet, a huge dessert buffet, a huge cake, as well as after-party food. And, and so I was like, no, let's not do a pre-reception. So our guests went from the Grand Californian all the way to our reception, which was at the Disneyland Hotel. So it was a little bit of a walk. They could kind of, you know, take their time in that hour. Also, it gave time for some of my guests who were so sweet and kind to volunteer to set up all the decor I brought from home, all the centerpieces, which I talked about earlier, what they were, um, just little items on the table, and also set up the escort cards. I also had little button celebrating buttons to put out for everyone those were kind of their uh, favors and then sleeping beauty pavilion reception started at 5 p.m and this was probably my favorite moment of the entire vowel was i changed my dress and i changed my dress into a black dress to channel my dark side <laughs> and <laughs> and the fun thing about this dress was it kind of looked a lot like my wedding dress from my wedding. So that was kind of a fun little nod to my wedding. But I came out with my black dress and most of my guests didn't know. So they all were like, oh my gosh. And I came with my red lightsaber and I was channeling Darth Vader and looked evil. And then I started attacking my husband with a <laughs> saber which was <laughs> really memorable and fun we practiced the little lightsaber duel just the day before so it was actually pretty good I felt he's really good so he looked really good and I just was trying to whack him and it was it was pretty entertaining to say the least and then we went into our first dance which means a lot to me because 
were actually high school sweethearts. So it really was our very first song that we danced to, which was Unforgettable by Nat King Cole. And then after we danced to our song, um, it went to dinner and then it went to cake cutting. It was feel for me since this was my second wedding with the same man, which is great, um, <laughs> um, is that to get all the formalities over with, because I know some of my guests and family members aren't the big partiers. They don't like dancing. So I always want to get the formalities out. So I had the cake cut right after dinner. And then we went to speeches. And during speeches and toasts, uh, Disney was able to cut up the cake. And then the cake was laid out. And then people got to eat cake. So if they wanted to leave, which was my family, they ate and then they kind of left. And then after the speeches, people got to dance. I also had a character artist that they could go to if they weren't huge dancers. And then um, Sleeping Beauty reception ended at 9 p.m., so it was a four-hour reception. And then from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., I quickly went back to my hotel room, changed into my original dress, which was this beautiful dress that had a cape, very Leia-inspired. And then 9.40 p.m., we were told to meet at the Disneyland Hotel in a specific room to be escorted to the park, uh, to the launch bay, the Star Wars launch bay in Tomorrowland. And then from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m., we had character meet and greets in the launch bay. And then um, from 12 a.m. to 1 a.m., we had Star Tours and Space Mountain open for our guests. And then the doors closed at 2 a.m., and we were escorted out of the Disneyland Park. That's awesome. <laughs> a very long day. That's all I can say. It was a very, very long day. <laughs> <laughs> So did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Since this was my second wedding and I got married only 2.5 years prior in 2015, I really felt there's nothing that can go wrong because it's Disney and sure enough, nothing went wrong. So um, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Was there anything that you were worried about or it seemed like it was a big deal and then it turned out not to be? I feel the great thing about having a vow renewal is you get to kind of replan your wedding. I kind of knew what to expect this time around, um, which was great. I feel with vow renewals, you're able to take what you didn't like from your wedding. So for us at our wedding, I wish we had more time. I wish we danced more. I wish we got to eat. So for my vow renewal, I kind of kept that in the back of my head. This is what I want to do. I want to make sure we do it this time. And we were able to. So everything turned out the way it was supposed to. That's great. So is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? So since our vow renewal was only two and a half years after our wedding, I feel like I learned everything from my wedding. But I'll tell you one thing that I wish I learned from my wedding that I know now. I wish I knew that you could add time to your reception. So in Disneyland, we only get four hours for our reception. But you can add more time. I think Walt Disney World, it's five hours for your reception. But for Disneyland, we only get four. So you could always ask your planner, is it possible to add an hour or add two? How much would it be? So it's definitely something you can ask, especially if you are having 
characters or other things that are going to eat your time away. And if you're big into dancing like I am, you definitely want that extra hour to dance. Another thing I wish I knew from um, our wedding that I knew for our vow renewal, we actually did for our vow renewal, was a limited hosted bar. I didn't know much about the bar options. I knew there was cash. I knew there was hosted, but I didn't think I knew about limited hosted. And limited hosted is awesome because you can add as much as you're willing to spend on a bar or you can kind of calculate in your head, okay, I have this many non-alcoholic drinkers. Okay, so let's say I want them to have three sodas times five. All right, that's how much I'm going to spend on um, the non-drinkers. Okay, I have this many guests that drink. Okay, maybe like three drinks for them and each drink for an alcoholic beverage is $10. Okay, this is what I'm going to calculate. And then you can kind of set your budget that way and see if it's cheaper than a hosted bar. And so for our Varinol, we did a limited bar, um, limited hosted bar, and then when they hit that, it would turn to a cash bar, which I just thought was an awesome and great thing that maybe some couples don't think about, and maybe it would benefit them. Or even if uh, you're running low on a budget, and you're kind of at that point, you're like, oh my gosh, the bar is going to be so expensive, I don't want to spend that kind of money. What you can do is you can kind of throw whatever you have left to hit your food and beverage minimum towards the bar and be like, okay, after that's hit, just turn into a cash bar or something like that. So that's something that I'm really happy I learned about was adding more time and more about the bar and what you can do with it. Wow, that is a great tip. Do you have any other tips or advice for people who might be planning a wedding or a vow renewal at Disneyland? Yes, I know a lot of people say this a lot and it's um, really taken everything. The day goes by so fast it really does, and that's kind of why I had a vow renewal 2.5 years after my wedding, was I didn't expect to really not be present and not feel like I was there. So it's good to remember to take in a moment during your time, during your special day, to really you know, stare at your significant other and just be like, wow, this is our wedding day. Like, Really, really focus on trying to be there. Um, another thing is, is try to eat. <laughs> I mean, yes, you may have a tasting and your tasting's great, but really focus on sitting down and eating. Even if your aunt Nancy really wants you to get on the dance floor and boogie with her, like make sure you eat because eating is amazing. It's Disney food. Of course, it's amazing. Yeah, those are a few things that I can give with advice. That's great advice. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding or a vow renewal at Disneyland, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you, Carrie, for taking time to interview me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>